Welcome to Driven Radio Show, your home for car talk covering the latest news to the greatest views on the biggest names in performance, sports, and just plain cool driving machines. Your hosts are freelance auto journalist, senior auction analyst for Sports Car Market Magazine, writer and editor of ReadTheDriven.com, Brett Hatfield, plus videographer and host of the YouTube channel Craving Cars, Corey Pratt, and 35-year radio veteran, book publisher, and vehicular village idiot, Mark Catfish Groves. Let's rev up the conversation time for driven radio show welcome to driven radio your weekly automotive bacchanalia i am brett hatfield here with our engineer and co-host mr catfish groves yo and the evil genius of craving cars on youtube mr <laughs> Corey pratt we are coming to you from driven radio studios in beautiful frigid cold yes uh, all our good winter all our good winter weather finally showed up all at once. Yeah, hello, Winter. You remember right before Thanksgiving, it was nice. It was like 50, 60 degrees. Yeah, I'm wearing so short was. sleeves yeah. and my teeth aren't chattering. Yet. Yeah, and then we had Thanksgiving, and it was nice on Thanksgiving. And then that weekend, kicking the job. Yeah. Oh, you're out decorating? Screw you! <laughs> now <laughs> you're cold! Jesus, you didn't put up lights. Oh. Yeah. Now you sparkle. And for <laughs> all frost. And for you, a boot to the head. <laughs> You can find us online at DrivenRadioShow.com, ReadTheDriven.com, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Driven Radio Show, and listen, God, you can't believe this list gets longer every week. Listen on, here we go, <gasps> iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Audible, PodNews, iHeartRadio, Acast, Overcast, The Neighbor's Dog is listening to us, check us out, baby. <laughs> Everywhere fine podcasts are heard, you will hear Driven Radio. If you like what you're hearing, leave us a positive review on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to tell all your gearhead friends. If there was something you would like to hear more of or someone you think we should be talking to, tell us. You can email us at brett at readthedriven.com. That is B-R-E-T-T at readthedriven.com. Gentlemen, what have you done in cars this week? Well, um, I basically cleaned a little bit more out of the Porsche. So I recently changed the... Is this interior, engine bay? Engine what are you working bay on? area. So it's the second time I got to see the engine. Um, I changed the air oil separator. And don't worry, I don't need to explain what it is. Whatever it is, it's a part that's not very expensive. It's, it's a not, Porsche thing. It's not too entirely, but they do go bad. It's just inevitable. And they don't last a whole long period of time. But anyways, so when I changed that, that's all I did. Well, I didn't bother looking at a couple other things, and I actually threw a couple coats. Ah. Uh-huh. So I was like, what is this? Well, they all kind of pointed at the mass airflow sensor. Okay. So I was like, you know what? Some of the oil, because that's what happens. It separates the oil and air. Well, that air, that oil gets into the uh, intake area, so I had to pull the pull the intake area out, clean the, the, the sensor off. And, yes, there was buildup of the oil gunk in there, so I, I wiped all the piping out, sprayed it all out. And then I decided to go ahead and change the air filter because it was the filthiest I've ever seen in my life. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> how did I not see this when I bought the car? You're but anyways, so, dirty. so we did that and uh, dirty no, no no more lights and it's idle and great and nice. it runs fantastically and I love it to death. And you're very P-car happy. And I want to drive it every single day <laughs> of my waking life. <laughs> Mr. Groves. Well, I got all manly in the driveway and Ooh. changed out the spark plugs on the 2008 Silverado all, yeah. all by myself. Uh-huh. It did take a couple of trips, though, because I am the crap whisperer, and um, <laughs> I, I bought six spark plugs at a place, and all good. 
Got them mm-hmm. in, you know, weekend, pulled mm-hmm. out a couple of spark plugs. It was like, oh, my God, I really waited a long time to do this. <laughs> you know, those kids they see that have issues and eat crayons and clean glass with their tongues. <laughs> yeah. They wind up working at that place. I think so. Now, usually the service is good, but uh, this time uh, two of the six spark plugs that I got discovered they'd been used had, had been used elsewhere oh, yeah so I, I took it back my wife luckily came home earlier than i expected so i took them back and uh the next four spark plugs the guy brought from the back were also all fouled mm-hmm. and so it uh, doesn't make you look bad like you yeah, just cheated them yeah, out I, I, i'm not screwed you over i they're swear under, sparky they're into recycling <laughs> but i did eventually after a lot of cussing only twice was it loud though the rest of the time, I'm rather proud of myself. I kept it just between me and those dirty, filthy spark plugs. Okay. But uh, that and trying to get... The, uh, I, I'm not a small guy, and getting down into the circus act arena of yeah. that engine bay, <laughs> uh, I you know, you can't you can't see the spark plugs, barely. You cannot see the holes they go into at all. And, you know, to have the... Uh, <laughs> To to have the steering column directly in the way of anything longer than about three inches to be able to get down there and try and crank on that uh, spark plug that's been in there for twelve years it was exciting so uh, twelve years they were twelve year old spark plugs there's a hundred forty thousand miles on twelve a couple of them years. yeah that uh, that negative uh, what's it called negative uh, cathode the uh, the little bendy part thing that comes out mm-hmm. yeah that uh, couple of them there wasn't a whole lot left of it and I'm like wow. <laughs> I just wore it right out. I got my money's worth. Yeah. But it does idle a lot nicer. and uh, It's got uh, 87 more horsepower. Yeah, it's got a... <laughs> it was getting kind of laggy. Out of 180. I just thought it was old. No, it's because it was going, Help me! I can't breathe. <laughs> you lazy bastard, you're killing me. So uh, I did that, and then I went and looked at a motorcycle. It was a piece of crap. So, uh, right so you know, I'm keeping my streak going. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you, you know, every one of those you tick off is one fewer that will be get in your way later. <laughs> yeah. Every time a car sucks that Mark looks at, an angel gets its wings. Yeah, it's great. I'm feeling good about myself. Oh, uh, well, sounds like you guys put in real work. I finally decided that it had gotten cold enough to put the hard top on the old Corvette, and I am a little OCD about that. No. Yeah. So before you put the hard top on, you have to make sure that the deck lid is all very nicely polished and there are no oh, well, marks yeah. or scratches. No or, dust, no nothing. Yeah, yeah no yeah. nothing else. And nice deck lid. Yeah. I got yeah. into that a little bit. And what then they say about a man with a nice deck lid? <laughs> By God, I'll tell you what. <laughs> and after working on that, that turned into doing defect correction on the deck lid to make it look all nice and glossy. And when I got done, it looked like it was wet. And the rest of the car was a little bit dusty and that it snowballed. <laughs> See where this is going. Wound yeah. up doing a defect correction detail on the whole stinking car. Wow. Now. Put the top on. It'll take about 20 minutes. Six, six hours later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Covered, drenched in sweat. Yeah. You got wax has been flicked all over you by the buffer. And yeah. Uh, car looked a lot better than I did. It did when it was dirty. Sweat's just clay bar liquid. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the news this week, we've got a little bit of everything. We got Corvette news. We've got Corvette news. We've got <laughs> Corvette. Corvette. We got more GM and oh, Nicola news. We Nicola! don't. We don't need your stinking badgers. Nicola. <laughs> uh, we've got. 
Ducati and Lamborghini news. We've got Porsche news. And oh, it's that time of year, gentlemen. Uh, we have got your Xmas list, oh, oh, your gift, oh. your 2020 Christmas gift guide, and we could probably use a little Christmas magic after the crap ton of bad this year has been. Yeah, 2020 can suck it on the way out. Oh. Let's, uh, let's make it shiny. Oh yeah, yeah, let's, yeah, yeah might as well. Just stand up nice and tall so I can kick it right in the ass. Amen. <laughs> Got a lot of news to cover this week, so uh, let's get to it. From muscle cars and trucks, the first supercharged C8 Corvette teased by Procharger. These are com- Ooh, this is coming Pro from our, our buddies over at Procharger, yeah. Eric Ratson is going to have a hand in this. That's right. So while we wait for the Track Focus C8, Z06, which I really am waiting for that car, several yes. tuning companies have, of course, tried uh, you know, release teaser, twin-turbo kits, and all that kind of stuff. But despite this C8 Corvette having the mega, mega encrypted ECU, yeah. Uh, Mark, you can probably say that better than I can. Every, mega, mega encrypted. There you go. That's mega. it. Perfect. ECU. Uh, uh, everybody who's taken a stab at the Corvette says they've been having a lot they, they of really trouble have. because the ECU is such a, a booger to get around. Why do you suppose they did that? Well, <laughs> I mean, was it purposely was, done that way? You think? Working for Tesla. Are they no. going to release their own tuning things or something? You Chevrolet think, in the said that, and I think that it may even mention it later in this article, they said that it was so that it couldn't be hacked. You know, uh, well, that's pe- the whole people couldn't jack with your car. Well, yeah, and if you're able to change all these settings and stuff now via Wi-Fi, yeah, you really got to be careful. Yeah, oh, and, okay. so and remember, just... they've already been able to uh, reprogram the trunk thing via Wi-Fi and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so yeah. apparently they did this so that the car couldn't be fooled with, you know, uh, unwanted. You think they would do like uh, so, like we're let's say a game system, for instance. I know this is kind of different, but they're given like packages to programmers that want to program games, so they have like a way in to program for their system, yeah, like but, a key. But how you long think before they could do somebody that to hacks tuners, one of those and starts using it on your car? Mm, I don't know. Is it any different than any other car? That Are you, can you tune using your your tools for evil? It's, it's, I don't feel like this. <laughs> anyways, anyways, let's let's gloss over all that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the team over at Pro, Char- uh, Pro Charger. Um, are the latest to try for this new awesomeness uh, as uh, as far as force induction goes. The new bolt-on supercharger system, of which I think it's the, are they laying claims to be the first supercharged Corvette? They're, they're saying Corvette? they're laying claims to be the first uh, working. Oh, there you go, working. That's working, key word right there. Uh, Pro Charger or supercharger. So according to Pro Charger, the intercooled bolt-on supercharger system is able to pump out power from the 495 ponies that it's got. Mm-hmm. To over seven hundred, <laughs> Pro Charger says that the car will pull those numbers on just regular pumped gas. That's cool. So no E eighty five or AB gas or anything else. That's right. That's that'll awesome. work. Uh, Pro Charger has no mention to whether or not the kit will include any sort of tuning or remapping. Um, the C eight Corvette is underpinned by that E ninety nine ECU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's uh, proven to be damn near impossible to crack because of GM's new Global B uh, electrical architecture. But without, you know, being able to adjust the, that engine and transmission parameters, they're more likely going to try to use some kind of a piggyback ECU. And that makes the most sense. And that's – that's I've seen those kind of systems for other types of makes and models yeah. of cars too. So, yeah. I mean, that's – if that's what's got to work, then by all means, make it work. But ProCharger says that the new bolt-on kit for the C8 Corvette is just around the corner. Uh-huh. So uh, details are slim. 
So with that said, we don't really have a price on. I it. want Santa to bring me a new Corvette and a Pro Charger kit. Yeah, yeah, and, and in the stocking, <laughs> well, the Pro Charger. That's, a, that's a hell of a stocking. <laughs> that's stuffer. a good size stocking. Uh, we'll make it work. From G from GM Authority. Oh, gentlemen, yeah. yes. did I mention this uh, this news source that we have here, GM Authority? Yeah, <laughs> they're my that. they're my new employer. <laughs> I started working for them Monday. That's the other thing I did. Crossing the street. Congratulations yeah, for uh, yeah. uh, pimping the work job. Uh, they say I write well, and I don't know how to use their system worth of crap. And I concur. <laughs> they are not wrong. Uh, from GM Authority, almost half of the 2020 Corvette buyers chose the 3LT trim level, which is the super jumbo deluxe. Yeah. Got everything in it. Uh, they say that almost half of all 2020 Corvettes left the factory equipped with a 3LT trim level. Uh, the National Corvette Museum recently published the de- the full production numbers for the 2020 model year. According to the museum's data, uh, gee, many 20,368 Corvettes were built for this year. I think that's close to the goals that they were trying to reach and they've had such setbacks with COVID and supply lines and strikes and everything else. I'm surprised they got that many out the door. Uh, of the 20,368 Corvettes that were built for 2020, 9,456 were ordered with range topping 3LT trim level. Dang. The mid-range 2LT uh, was the next most common with 7,966, followed by uh, 2,946 for the 1LT. Now, here's the thing with the 1LT. Mm-hmm. The 1LT is the base trim level. Yes. It's a long way from being what I would consider a stripper car. It's a very nice car, just the same. Right. And that's the one where you get, you know, the Corvette base price of you know, just a fuzz under $60,000, $59,995. And with the 1LT, you get eight-way GT1 seats, uh, dual-zone climate control, 10-speaker Bose audio system, an 8-inch diagonal touchscreen, 12-inch driver information cluster, and keyless entry with push-button start, and more. Does that sound like a base car to you? Sounds kind of nice. That sounds like a base $60,000 car. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you step up to the, the 2LT trim level, you get heads-up display, power lumbar adjustments, heated and ventilated seats, a heated steering wheel, Ooh. wireless phone charging, 14-speaker ah, Bose audio four system. Four more speakers. Yeah, there you Sweet. go. That's it. Navigation and a performance data recorder. Okay, those are actually kind of cool if you've yeah, ever seen those. Yeah, they are. Well, and it's really cool if you turn your car over to a valet and then you can see all the crap they did <laughs> while you were gone. How many curbs are you running? Now, the 3LT package comes with everything in the 1 and 2, and also the GT2 uh, sport bucket seats wrapped with carbon fiber trim, a custom leather-wrapped interior, which is really cool if you go to the configurator. You pick your, like, the uh, the tan yeah, leather and the, the, colors the whole it, car, yeah. the dash, everything. Oh, it's That's just cool. cool. Yeah. Suede-wrapped upper interior trim, headliner, and leather-wrapped <laughs> lower doors. Uh, really uh, loaded out. These things run about 85, 88 grand. But considering yeah. what you get and the performance you get from a mid-engine sports car and the numbers it gives you, it's still a Screaming bargain. So yeah, compared to all yeah. those other ones that we looked at. Oh so, my god. So yeah. almost half oh, of yeah. them are the top trim with the GT2 seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seats. That's yeah. nice. Well, and 
again, look what you're comparing it to. What's base level for the base level Ferrari is what the California? That thing's Probably. a hell of a lot more than 900 or 90 grand. And that's the front well, yeah. engine convertible, kind of the soft boy Ferrari. You don't even get into the 458 for that money. No, not no, even no, close. No, no, no. Yeah, not even. Well, for all that money, uh, are the cup holders big enough to hold a big gulp? Guaranteed. Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. Guaranteed. All right. I'm Absolutely. Down. All right. From uh, autonews.com, GM drops plans to build Nikola's EV pickup. Badgers? We don't need no stinking badgers. General Motors and Nikola Corp. on Monday announced a reworked, smaller agreement that keeps uh-huh. the fuel cell partnership intact, but it eliminates an equity stake in the startup for GM, as well as plans for building Nikola's electric pickup that truck. truck's dead. Dude, I, that I truck's am... Dead. I am so, I'm actually kind of shocked by this because I was like, this is, you know, four directions of F up going on here, but they're still going to put this thing together because they spent so GD much money on it. Well, oh, no. but wait, if you haven't, uh, if you haven't taken enough time to go to the GMC website and watch the uh, video, the presentation video for the new Hummer EV, yeah, that's their answer to this. Uh, you know how Rivian, uh, Ford backed Rivian, and they were going to make those. The G, the new Hummer EV is GM's answer to this. And I tell you what, after watching that thing, I was looking at it and going, "That's a ton of money, but I'd love to drive one." Do you think this might be them trying to kill off the competition for something that they're coming out with? Kind of like how they protected Corvette several times by killing off vehicles that might have been a little faster. Well, I don't know if it's that or if there was some ulterior motive. For the way they handled this, it certainly looks like a black eye long term because we've talked about this several times. Oh, yeah. They got yes. into this deal, and what it really wound up looking like is they hadn't done their due diligence. Yeah. And they found out that uh, Nicola's CEO at that time turned out to be kind of a slimy guy. And he left after all kinds of allegations of impropriety and then some. Uh, oh, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some and then some, he had some Epstein sized uh, yeah, implications. Yeah. yeah, had some uh, had some Weinstein in him. It looked like <laughs> oopsies. And then he split, and the guy that they put in charge of Nicola now is a former GM exec. So yeah, yeah. I don't know if this was unintentional or very intentional. And I bet we never get the whole story. Oh, no. I don't know if I want to know it. <laughs> I drive a GM, if, damn if it. Ever hear yeah, it. No kidding. The, the New Deal is a non-binding binding memorandum of understanding. Non-binding memorandum. <laughs> which means, I understand we're probably going to maybe. Which means we're going to do something together, but nobody mm-hmm. has to, uh, has to yeah. stick to anything. <laughs> yeah. Under this new agreement, GM will not take an equity stake in Nikola. As originally planned, GM will supply its fuel cell system for Nikola's Class 7 and Class 8 commercial semi-trucks. So they're still building the semis. The companies are also discussing Nikola's uh, potential use of GM's Ultium electric battery system in its commercial trailers. But just, you know, for any type of non-commercial vehicle. Yeah. Uh, all we'll all of that's gone. And the other thing is, uh, and I didn't check their price before we recorded tonight, but Nicola's stock price took a hell of a hit. Oh, I, hey, God. Yeah, I make imagine. some time. I'm going to look this up. Yeah, Nicholas, uh, so price. I'm guessing. As of recording. I'm wondering if Nicola won't eventually be 
absorbed as some kind of a subsidiary of GM, especially with their new CEO in place. Hey, it's up. Uh, it's up five point four seven percent. Oh, is Eighteen dollars and thirty two cents. Yeah, but from, down from where? Yeah, uh, I'm wondering see. what it was back tail end of September <laughs> when everything was still peachy, <laughs> when everybody was playing nice. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? <laughs> I, I'm I'm guessing we're on the downside oh, here. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's somewhere around half. <laughs> oh no! You know that happened oh, in radio. Wow. I really wish I had when uh, what was it 2008 or it might have been 2012. Depends. There's been so many when uh, the stock market tanked hard. Yeah, I really wish to God I'd bought a bunch in the place I work because it got down into junk stocks. It was at 79 cents lower uh, wow. uh, per stock, and I should have bought about 2,000 of them. You know when the when the stock market tanks. You know what that means? Everything's on sale. Oh my God! I know. <laughs> <laughs> From Motor Authority with the a limited edition Ducati Diavel, oh, it's so sexy. Uh, Diavel 1260 <laughs> channels, a Lamborghini a Scion, I believe it is, or Sion. FKP37 Supercar. Wow, they couldn't have picked a more complicated name for that. It's Italian for you. <laughs> no kidding. But the images online, if you mm -hmm. pull this up, Mark, show Corey. Oh, my, is this thing sexy. Ducati on Wednesday unveiled a motorcycle inspired by the Lamborghini Sion oh, FKP37 Supercar. Baby. Yeah, look at that. That's, look at that. That's ass kicking. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's the first collaboration between the two legal. Italian firms, both of which are owned by Volkswagen Group, because Volkswagen owns half the free world. Ducati, <laughs> the Ducati Diavel, uh, Diavel 1260 Lamborghini is based on the existing Diavel 1260 motorcycle, but with features styling but features styling that mimics the limited edition Sion uh, FKP37. The bike rides on forged wheels with the same design as on the supercar and also wears the same paint. The bodywork gets the same same design as on the supercar. The bodywork gets Verde Gia, while the same frame, seat tail, and wheels are finished in Electrum Gold. Ducati did throw in a bit of its trademark red, however, for the Brembo brake calipers. The shape of the exhaust and the seat have the hexagonal motif, too, that is a uh, design trait of the Lamborghini brand. Uh, the bike also gets carbon fiber radiator covers, air intake, silencer cover, central tank cover, seat cover, front and rear. The damn bike's got a lot of carbon fiber on it. What this boils down to is the bike... Dry weighs 485 pounds. Now, there are God. lighter superbikes out there, but let's keep this in mind. 485 pounds, 157 horsepower. <laughs> See, anybody want to do the math? This, the horsepower to weight there is almost three to one. That's way beyond supercar levels. It's a 1,262cc test Strata. Testa Strata DVT L-Twin engine makes 157 horsepower and 95 pound-feet of torque. That is stomping. Uh, production is going to be limited to 630 units, which is 10 times the number of Sion's Lamborghini plans to build. The Diablo 1260 Lamborghini will arrive in the U.S. in January of 2021, so it's right around the corner, yeah. with prices starting at $31,995 
or 11.7 more than a base Diavel 1260. It's no surprise that Ducati and Lamborghini are now starting to collaborate together as the brands could be separated from VW Group uh, either separately or together in a portfolio, also including fellow Italian firm Ital Design. Uh, it's, it was reported as early as May 2019 or 2019 that uh, VW Group is considering offloading the brands along with Bugatti as it shifts to focus to electric cars. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that's that. just sad. Now, I was not overly familiar with the Lamborghini Sion. I looked it up. I'm not either. I looked it up. It's a hybrid, and it puts out 807 horsepower. Okay. Oh, damn if memory serves, the electric motor adds 36 of those 807 horsepower. <laughs> it, probably, it, it probably runs the AC. Not much uh, of a hybrid The rest there, comes from it? the dinosaurs. The <laughs> other 700-plus horsepower comes from fossil fuels. God love you. That bike is just gorgeous. I'm is that thing sexy? I'm not used to seeing motorcycle fan to like that bike. No the way. the rear tire and rear wheel are connected on one side. Yeah, I'm not just, used to seeing that. There's not a frame a wrapping around it. Single sided swing arm, 240 series of rear tire. That has got a massive rear tire on it. Yeah, it's just wow. Great big wide meaty mean. And it's a devil. It's a diavel. <laughs> you got to love it. Through Motor Authority, uh, the latest Porsche Experience Center is to be built in Japan. This is the ninth one they've done, I think. I believe it is. The latest Porsche Experience Centers is located near Tokyo. Um, situated in the Japan's uh, Chibia Prefecture, the Porsche Experience Center Tokyo will be the ninth worldwide. Okay, cool. Uh, it's going to feature its own circuit, dynamic driving area, off-road course, basically where Porsche owners can get to drive, get driving lessons uh, from professional instructors, um, so they know how to drive the cars that they just bought. Very cool. Um, a racing simulator, a restaurant, lounge, space for corporate events is also going to be included. A racing simulator, and we're going to get out of racing. I ain't buying it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well. So far, not the Porsche side hasn't, but mm-hmm. the, the VW side is talking about it in Audi. But anyways, the 1.3-mile circuit does copy famous corners, like from Nürburgring's uh, carousel, the Laguna Seca's corkscrew. That's a great one. Uh, so uh, the Japanese Experience Center is the first to feature a three-dimensional circuit um, whose elevation changes take advantage of the national topograph. Cool. That's very cool. So I think that's neat. So I guess we're going to Japan when this is done. Um, so you, <laughs> you know, I didn't really want to stick you stick this in you real hard, uh, but uh, I got two different emails from Porsche today inviting me to go drive in Atlanta next week. Uh, well, I just want to say a note to uh, Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> Cravingcards at gmail.com. Just send me that invite. And um, Now, can I tell you why I got those? Uh, probably because you're better than me. No, not even close. Not even close. <laughs> this is uh, this this is going to really make you mad. Uh, <laughs> a few years back, when I had uh, Motorsports Warehouse, when I had that uh, the car storage warehouse, yeah, I was also doing some consignment sales for guys without a license, which was really great. And uh, allegedly, alleg- allegedly, and supposedly, and one of the guys who came to me, or it was his wife after he had passed had a 2005 Boxster S and wanted me to sell it for her. And a lot of people started griping about, has the car had a PPI? So I took it across the street, 
over to Aristocrat, mm-hmm. had them do a PPI, and because I was the selling agent, I put my name in. They've been sending me Porsche updates on crap for years now. <laughs> I don't own one, <laughs> but I get all the updates and all the invitations and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know why they sent me two today, but I get those all the time. And every time I get one, I go, I really wish I owned a Porsche. I could go to this thing. But, <laughs> I know a guy. Uh, that's ex- I know a guy. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe I could have you tell them your name is Hatfield, or maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Well, just, it's, it's just more money to spend uh, it's to not because i'm it's not because i'm better than you it's not because i'm better known than you it's because i was trying to sell somebody else's car and i told him it was mine <laughs> well i'm hoping to be able to join some nice porsche events next take, year with some porsche club of, of take America your car stuff, to aristocrat so. and buy a set of floor mats or something and then they'll put your name in their database i'll start sending you all this stuff brilliant an idea. That's it. Go buy a keychain. Get an air freshener. I'm sure Something. I'll get on a mailing list with the Porsche Club, yeah. too. You'll have to pay five times what an air freshener is worth. Oh, yeah. It's a you know, you'll $38 air freshener, list. but what the hell? Yeah, it's shaped like a little car. I guess I can buy a $50 <laughs> keychain. <laughs> I, I, like I, I don't actually have a keychain for mine, so I might as well. I think you could get one for 40 Yeah, maybe. Talk them down. <laughs> I know this is all fascinating, but we really need to get on to <laughs> segment two. Where we will be covering our holiday gift guide for the automotively afflicted. Don't know what to give that car guy or girl in your life, or maybe you're looking for a suggestion to give to your family because they don't know what the hell to give you. (laughs) Uh, More likely. We've got the ultimate list of Christmas car people gifts. And some of these are stocking stuffers. Some of these are quite a bit more. It doesn't matter what the case is. We have a sleigh load of suggestions coming up next here on Driven Radio. Hey, welcome back to Driven Radio. We are the sweetest smelling podcast on the web. We are in the throes of Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, shopping season. <laughs> All of it. Festivus for the rest of us, baby. 360 degrees. Like the longest ever. So this week we're looking at a whole new batch of gifts for your car guy or gal for the holidays or for you to leave hints for your loved ones because they don't know what in the hell to buy you. And that's... That's legit, you know? Yeah, it is. Car people in my life, Rhonda usually knows what to get me, but most car people, my folks are don't know. God bless my wife. She doesn't know a lot at all what to get me. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you've heard me talk more than five minutes. What the hell would you get me? Swift <laughs> <laughs> kicking the ass. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Hey, Dad. <laughs> you just totally quoted my pops. Well played. <laughs> I had a really awful joke. I'm not even going to say it out loud. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, these are things that car guys and gals would love and enjoy, or maybe ideas for for you to tell your family. Um, a note here about pricing. All the items that are from Amazon are priced with Amazon Prime pricing. And if you don't have Amazon Prime, what the hell are you thinking? <laughs> All good TV shows. Uh, on, on honest Prime. to God. Honest to God. <laughs> well, let's start off with uh, from Amazon.com. The ProLift C2036D Gray 36-inch Z Creeper seat. 
Creeper seat. Now, the cool thing about this was is it's uh, like one of the little short chairs that's got casters on it. You can set your tools on when you're working on stuff. But it pops out and folds into a creeper. Oh, okay. Now, that's pretty cool. seat and or creeper. It's easily converted from creeper to seat for your maintenance convenience. Uh, Thick padded cushions create a comfortable base for easy access and movement during your maintenance tax. Six swivel casters for easy maneuverability. Vinyl padded seat and headrest. 300 pound weight capacity. Damn. I'm <laughs> right on, on that edge. <laughs> no, you're not. Yes, I am. It's, it's been a very good COVID season. <laughs> we may have run out of toilet paper, but we didn't run out of food. Uh, Jeez. Uh, easily oh. retractable pin to change the seed. Uh, available from Amazon. $53.13 in gray and black. Are the most god awful green you've ever seen for thirteen bucks less? Who knew? I'm, I no, promise no, you, you right? look this up. That green, it looks like nuclear waste green. It's awful. And you know, this is thirteen dollars. This type of creeper is actually really cool. I do have a creeper at home that I have mm-hmm. hanging on the wall, mm-hmm. and that poor beast uh, is not used to this uh, this mighty manly Hulk uh, hitting it. Because uh, <laughs> when I'd worked on my truck for a little bit in the back, I changed out. I, I, there was a part that a coat had blown. So uh changed all that out, got it done, and there are these red streaks on my driveway, and I'm like, what the hell is that? And I looked at the bottom of my creeper, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> me so heavy. <laughs> What's the weight limit on that one? I yeah. like, I yeah, like big butts, me. but I can't lie. It, yeah. <laughs> it goes up to 250, and not you, Mark. <laughs> so, yeah, well. Can only handle it, three quarters of a mark. <laughs> <laughs> that is a skid mark. Nice. <laughs> also from Amazon. Found this on Amazon. Triple gifted, G-I-F-F-F-T-E-D, silicone <laughs> car mat drink coasters. They're drink coasters that look like little car mats. Uh, it's, look, up, it's upgrade because it of like, the uh, double dose of pimping. <laughs> triple gifted. <laughs> okay, it, uh, sounds, it actually sounds really cool, though. It is really cool. They look like little tiny uh, silicone car mats. Uh, premium high-quality silicone coasters designed as sporty car mats accommodate large and small drinkware, easy to clean, dishwasher safe, deeper groove patterns will protect your furniture or countertop from excess condensation, and we all know we have a little excess condensation. Oh. <laughs> Happens as you get older. A great gift for any car enthusiast. Uh, here's a great thing. It's only 14 bucks from Amazon. Oh, is, wow. Is it one, or do you get like a few of them? No, it's a, I think it's a set of four. Set of oh, four. And for Dang. $14, that's pretty cheap, man. Get little baby car mats. Yes. So you can use it for your, uh, you know, coasters or your Barbie cars. <laughs> An LED flashlight glove, outdoor fishing gloves, and stretchy strap thing. It's gloves. It's gloves with, with flashlights with on. Flashlights built I shudder to fingers. think what you're going to do with these. So they're, that's a practical thing. So the, the flashlights, uh, I, I would imagine, very useful and tight places in the cars and stuff. Hang but on, you, honey. You let have me a get light, my gloves. You have a light on, on your on your index finger and and the thumb. So every time you're doing something, you guys can't see. I'm using my hands, too. So it's kind of messed up. And you can't see it, but wherever you got your it hands. It is an those audio are, medium. Those are your, like. See, like this. Like yeah, this here. You know, over there. Uh, I squish your head. I'm squishing yeah. your head. For, for everybody who's listening with their ears and not their eyes, Corey is making little claw snappy little motions with his hands. Well, it's your index. That's what your those yeah. fingers do. That's what they do. That's what they're built for. But they'll have it a for flashlight on them this time. But yeah, you got two LEDs on the index finger and the thumb. Um, so made of cotton, breathable, stretchy, comfortable. You got little easy on-off buttons. Uh, freeze your hands from holding the flashlight, or you don't have to have those goofy things on your forehead. Which 
I I I, I, I love I love this next part though. Uh, a battery and screwdriver are included. Yeah, yeah. So it comes with two the the CR twenty sixteen. So they're like those button batteries, mm-hmm. kind of like a giant uh, flashlight battery or a giant um, watch battery. And and you get a screwdriver to help you easily replace these batteries because obviously it's replaceable. And it lasts thirty. And hours. you get thirty hours 30. of use on there, dude. Fourteen ninety nine a pair, or you can just buy a left handed glove for nine ninety nine. You know, because uh, apparently they think your right hand's doing something else. I uh, I could have used those when I was working on that stupid truck because I could see Jack, man. Could've. It was a I, pain in the ass. I didn't want to bring it up. I told him to, I told him to check these out because I just think that is just a really neat idea. I mean, for anything, not just working on cars, but just I looked, so many things that you can do. I looked at them and I like the idea. How many times have you been working on something and holding a flashlight with your mouth? Yeah, and thinking yep. that's not where I need the light. Damn it! Why can't I do this right? It's because you don't have three hands, Jack. That's right. At least, I mean, not everybody does anyways. Yeah, you know. Yeah. As far as I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure somebody does. He's probably a hell of a mechanic. Have you seen my cousin? It's, it's <laughs> the one who bought that green, uh, you know, nuclear waste green chair thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they got a third and the one now. left glove. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, from Amazon.com again. Magnetic wristband, super strong magnets that hold screws, nails, and drill bits to your wrists. Oh. <laughs> now you know it's kind of frustrating sometimes, and it it was again, dude. I love uh, this. I I. Dropped a, a couple of things while I was working on the truck and created new curse words for it. But this uh, this actually would have come in pretty handy. You put on this uh, this little kind of strap-looking thing, tool holder wristband, has a unique design that can assure unmatched comfort. It says it right here. Unmatched, So baby. believe it. Uh, the lightweight construction, the breathable material, and the fact that it will perfectly hug your wrist. And then it has these big honking Ooh, magnets in it. So just, you know, don't have your Fitbit on. <laughs> Otherwise, oh, no steps for you. But uh, This thing says I work 37,000 steps today. All kinds of uses, uh, you, you know, from the stuff, the little leftover screws and stuff. When you're working around the house, great thing to have. I'd if, like to see if one of these things would hold a spark plug. That's interesting. You, you should have told me. I would have brought you over, you know, 5.8 spark plugs if you count the metal that's been burned off of. You would have had the flashlight on the one hand and the spark plug on the yeah, other. Yeah, on the wrist. other. Dude, you'd have been set. Magband is the perfect fit. Nine ninety nine on Amazon. Go get Dude, it. Dude, that's it's, worth 10 bucks. It's got magnets in it. That's That just makes it extra that's cool. That's worth 10 bucks. That's worth Absolutely. 10 bucks just to have a magnet. I found this on Amazon. I love the idea. And because I have issues with road rage, I want one of these suckers. <laughs> it's a fire missiles button car cigarette lighter. Oh. You, you put it, it replaces your regular cigarette lighter uh, in your 12 volt port, and it says fire missiles on a giant red button on top. <laughs> and I I know it won't really fire missiles, but you can sit what? there and play like I got. I'm gonna bomb. Oh, that you can just get that feel. <laughs> Made of anodized aluminum for the perfect feel when you fire your missiles. Fits full a uh, 12 volt cigarette lighter socket size A standard on most American and Japanese cars. Functions as a cigarette lighter and. On some vehicles, check your owner's manual for correct socket size A. To use a cigarette lighter, you plug into a 12-volt cigarette lighter and push for five seconds. Will not function on most European cars. You're out, Corey. Uh, uh, actually, I'm not. You got a Jeep. What? You I'm, got a Jeep. Oh, that's right. I, I'm not because the Porsche has two outlets and a, a purposely 
done thing that's not for um, power out, but it's a cigarette lighter port on its own. Sorry. But wait, Whoa. that's not the only thing you can get. Whoa, but wait, it is there's more. Also oh. available as an eject button. Oh, I want that. Or a <laughs> nitrous button. I want, I want that one too. And it's only twelve ninety seven on Amazon. I want all of them. Also okay. found it at lovely Amazon. From, from Amazon. Yeah. I figured this might be up your alley. Crude bad parking cards. Fifty pack. Prank idiot parkers and get the satisfaction of revenge with funny. Not safe for work. Yeah. Novelty notices. Uh, age 18 plus. I have a yeah. feeling you came up with this one, Brett, uh, to follow up on your other. I'm mad one. I didn't think of it. I'm really mad I didn't think of it. <laughs> Damn it. This should have been my my idea. <laughs> so are you uh, are you uh, are, are idiots that can't park driving you crazy? Always. Ah, show those stupid double parking mother truckers <laughs> how you really feel about these profanity-filled NSFW. Not, not safe for work, yeah, baby. not safe for work. Uh, Vengeance notes that'll really stick to them. So this is kind of neat. So you get like a 50 pay. So is it, is it kind of like a uh, like a post-it kind of thing? Yeah, I love this. I was reading this and kind of smiling and thinking, I would carry these around with me. Prank that poorly parked <laughs> punk. So you got some fake parking tickets. Oh, very nice. They're like fake parking tickets. Yeah, so slip, <laughs> slip, slip a little note under the windshield wiper and dampen their day because they think they're getting a ticket. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. The joke's on that dirty spotted stealing jerk when they find that you're a sassy citation. Okay. Uh, they got a bulk pack yeah, for no a massive kidding. payback. Uh, well, bulk pack. How long is that going to last me? <laughs> Dude, you got to you'll be making it rain. <laughs> <laughs> what do you oh, mean you boy. ordered three times this month? I, I'm telling you, this is an absolutely a gift I would use. It's basically the ultimate secret Santa gag gift for your uh, naughty drivers. Guilty. There it is. Guilty. Eight so ninety eight ninety one Amazon. $8.91. That's a pretty good gag gift, too. If, it's you a good, it. if you do those white elephant Christmas parties, that'll work great for that. Yeah, absolutely. How about some birthday presents? Why not? Stocking stuff. road ragers in your life. There you go. Very good stuff. Stocking yeah, stuff. That's, that'd be kind of neat. Um, who would not like that? Except for, unless you don't have a sense of humor. <laughs> also from Amazon.com, 10 Things I Want in My Life t-shirt. It's available in solid colors, 100% cotton, heather gray. Uh, and various other permutations as you go into different colors. Shirt reads, 10 things, and this is all on it, 10 things I want in life. One, cars. Two, more cars. More cars. Three, <laughs> car friends who like cars. Four, a big garage for all, all my, my cars. cars. <laughs> Five, money for my cars. Six, cars. Oh, Seven, a woman who loves cars. Eight, a big trailer for my cars. Nine, a track for my cars. And ten, Cars. Cars. <laughs> Cars. Well, that, that's a good one. I'm glad they had that. It is imported. It's lightweight, classic fit, uh, available in small to 3XL, only $16.99. You know, it's not bad for a t-shirt. No, not bad at all. <laughs> Especially one for card nerds like us. I'd it's buy perfect. that for a dollar. Absolutely. Or also from dun, 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 Amazon. Amazon. Hey, Amazon had great stuff. In yes, fact, they did. all the gifts on here, uh, save for a couple, came from Amazon, and they're getting really good about cover- carrying car guy stuff, which is that's kind of heartening. Yeah, we can find yeah. all the crap we like in one place. Uh, from Amazon, a hardcover book, Car: The Definitive Visual History of the Automobile. It is hardcover and illustrated, from the first motor cars and classic cars to today's supercars and Formula One. This is the ultimate book about the history of the car. It is packed with stunning photography, featuring more than two thousand cars, car shows, and how cars have evolved around the world over the last one hundred thirty years and their impact on society. 
society as objects of curiosity, symbols of status and luxury, and items of necessity. You know, guys, if we think about it, I think there's probably not too many other inventions that have had the impact that automobiles have. Changed the world. On the entire world. Extensive catalogs showcase the most important marks and models, organizing categories such as sports cars, convertibles, and city compacts. The book also features virtual photographic tours of some of the most iconic cars from each era, uh, such as the Rolls-Royce Silver Ghost, Ford Model T, Lamborghini Countach, the Ferrari F40, while cross-sections of key engines explore the driving force behind them. Lavishly illustrated feature spreads detail the stories of the men, machines, and magic that helped create the world's most famous marks and made brands such as Porsche, Mercedes-Benz, Aston Martin, and Cadillac household names. If you love cars, then you will love this book. It is simply a must-have title for all car enthusiasts. And just twenty seven forty seven on Amazon, which is pretty damn decent for a hardcover car book. Yes, it is. I mean, the yeah, one I got from Jeff Stunkard was in the twenties. Oh yeah, and so that's a well, that's great. You, you've seen my ever growing in. Oh yeah, your library. Well, library. Th- th- that is <laughs> that is taking command of the floor now and moving towards the door. Uh, thousands of dollars invested in that library. Most of those car books weren't that cheap. Yeah. I bet not. So, yeah, so twenty seven forty seven sounds like a bargain. That's like a like a Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Twenty seven dollar Corvette. Yeah, it's a pretty good list of uh not too expensive stuff. I mean last year, what was it we talked we had three thousand oh, dollar yeah, this yeah, and yeah. uh and it's stupid uh, uh not stupid, I'm so sorry. That I shouldn't say that. No, there no. was a there was a book on that list that was what wasn't it six grand because well, it, it was came a in the little mini Ferrari, engine. It was oh, a yeah, stupid Ferrari book. Thing. It was a stupid Ferrari book <laughs> that came in the case and the thing and the yeah, stuff and the, stuff and the deal and it was absurd. Six grand? Six yeah. effing grand. I put it on there because it was so absurd. You yeah. know how, what I could do for I've had <laughs> I've had multiple nice cars that didn't approach six grand. <laughs> I've made some great almost mistakes for about six grand. <laughs> I bought a but, nice car from JR this year for a quarter of that. Uh-huh. So yeah. I put it so, on there for the absurdity's sake. So this was so, a very nicely priced uh, list of it cool really things. Was. It really was. It was a appreciate. lot of really neat things. Yeah, it was. And uh, I I like putting these things together because we get a chance to look at so many things. The thing is, we've done a few of these now. Uh, we've done Christmas gift guides. We've done uh, you know Father's Day and Valentine's Day stuff like that. We've gone through so much stuff; it gets tougher to find things we haven't talked about. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> you know, really expensive toolkits and. Uh, so, all that stuff. It we, just it yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. gets tough n- to find new original stuff. Now the final thing on the list. This is original. It was a little bit more expensive. I want one of these really bad. And you going to tell me about it? Well, from Linear Edge comes a selection of wall art featuring the designs of your favorite tracks in two D and three D. So racetracks, you're racing road uh, car outlines mm-hmm. on canvas, wall hangings. There are phone covers covered in track designs and even custom track designs of any track anywhere. Those things were cool, man. You should see it. You flip it over and it's got all these racetracks outlined on it. It's really neat. So including, you know, uh, your hanging hardware, uh, free shipping to the continental U.S. starting at just $99. There's is such a staggering selection of designs that you just have to check them out. Yeah, and it's the the shipping is free, 
this the wall art starts at 99 bucks yes yes this is super cool and i've seen stuff like this before but it's always a lot more money if you're not sure exactly which designs you need to go for for your uh whoever you're buying for they've got gift cards so you can buy them in fifty dollar hundred dollar 150 165 and 200 dollar denominations why the 165 is in there. I, I couldn't figure that out either. I, I assume that they've got a bunch of stuff that's 165 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're looking for that very cool and very unique gift or decoration for your home or garage, you owe it to yourself to check out Linear Edge at LinearEdge.com. Nice. And as always, there's a lot of stuff here, a lot of stories and a lot of uh, gifts you can shop for. We will have all of those links at readthedriven.com. Excellent. Yes. Make it easy. Everybody, mm. thank you so much for spending time with Driven Radio. We love what we do, and we wouldn't be able to do it without the support of our audience. You can find us online at drivenradioshow.com, readthedriven.com, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Driven Radio Show, and listen on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Audible, Pod News, iHeartRadio, Acast, Overcast, Down at City <laughs> Union Mission, and everywhere fine podcasts are heard. I am Brett Hatfield for Corey Pratt and Catfish Groves. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time here on Driven Radio. Yeah.